How's everybody doing? Hey, the kids are back in school. Football season started. Hunting season's getting ready to fire up. Leaves are turning. And we cannot forget, this is probably the most important thing of this time of year. You can finally get your pumpkin spice latte again. Man, you gotta love fall. Things are starting to get pretty crazy around here. Like I said, football practices and games, dance practices and competitions are going to start up. And uh, our oldest is starting her confirmation classes. So that's going on. Jess and I actually, we went over this weekend over to Stillwater, Minnesota and hung out. Now, did you know this? I didn't know this until I saw the plaque when we were walking down the street. But Stillwater, Minnesota is called the birthplace of Minnesota. So in 1848, there was a convention to establish Minnesota as a state. Because you see, up until this point, it was actually part of the Wisconsin Territory. So they have this convention, and it's held where? At the corner of Myrtle and Maine. Ten years later, in 1858, it would actually become a state. I thought that was pretty cool. All right, so here we go. So we're going to jump back into the amendments, and I think, let's see, yeah, we're doing the Fourth Amendment this week. So now this one gets a little wordy, so hang in there. Let's do your five-minute Monday episode, let's see here, episode 21. All right, let's do it. You'll make this rather snappy, won't you? I have some very heavy thinking to do before 10 o'clock. All right, here's what it says. Hang in there. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause, supported by oath and affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Basically, yep. It protects you from the government from conducting unreasonable searches and seizures. The key words, unreasonable and probable cause. Those are the two things that got to be argued in this one. It's been argued 140 times before the Supreme Court since 1974. It's considered to carry more weight when it's applied to a dwelling as opposed to movable property like a car, simply because of how it's worded. It was introduced in 1789 by James Madison. By 1791, it was ratified and officially became part of the Constitution in March of 1792. Surprisingly, it wouldn't be until 1961 in a case named Mapp versus Ohio that the Fourth Amendment would be held by the Supreme Court to apply to state and local governments. It actually gets its roots from the English in the 1760s. A guy named Charles Pratt, yeah, you know him, first Earl of Camden creates the first English law against general searches. Over here in the new colonial America, ah, the Brits don't care about that. It doesn't apply. They do what they want. In 1780, Massachusetts becomes the first state to make it part of their state constitution. I'll leave you with this quote. Probable cause means less than evidence, which would justify condemnation. It imports a seizure made under circumstances which warrant suspicion. John Marshall, U.S. Supreme Court Chief Justice. Have a good week, everybody.